Hello and welcome to the Coventry Telegraph's Pink Podcast. Uh, we're here to dissect a uh, horrible night for the Sky Blues last night. Um, but before we do that, let me introduce Aidan McCartney. You right, James? And let me introduce for the first time Mantej Mann. Hello. Uh, Mantej, you're coming in to uh, replace Aidan. Aidan, you're moving on from the Coventry Telegraph, yeah, aren't you? Sadly, some last week at the Coventry, yeah, I'll be uh, moving to Birmingham. Uh, boo. Boo, yeah. This, uh, yeah, so I'm moving on to the future and we've got a replacement of the building. We have indeed, Mantej. Uh, Sky Blues fan? I'm a Sky Blues fan, uh, a local Coventry lad, so very excited to uh, to join the Coventry Telegraph here. Brilliant. Uh, Aidan, what have been your um, kind of highlights and lowlights? You've worked at it for a couple of years now. Yeah, more uh, than two years now. So yeah, no, uh, I think definitely the highlight was uh, seeing the fans back at the Rico after the long campaign. Uh, playing at Sixfield was disastrous and a horrible time for the club and all associated with it. It was fantastic. I was part. Of the, I was on the march. Uh, one of my first jobs was on the march in July 2014 uh, when they walked through Broadgate. Uh, that was really emotional, and you know it was difficult to not you know feel. You know, part of the fan really, and uh, you know it was great to get them back. And when we announced uh, they were going to come back to the Rico, and all that period there was fantastic. Uh, being part of the Bring City Home campaign, uh, and all that really, seeing back the fans back at the Rico and the Gillingham game, really memorable. And I'm sure Coventry fans won't forget it. Yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic night. Uh, uh, September 2014. I mean, what about the lowlights? I mean, there's been a few, hasn't there? But I think um, you know the Presley season uh, when we were looking like getting relegated was pretty difficult. Uh, Oldham, I think Oldham away was a difficult night, Tuesday night game. Yeah. And, and I got to admit, um, last night wasn't wasn't exactly one of the highlights. Got to admit, a six-one defeat um, in the EFL Cup um, isn't exactly what you want. And there's lots of a bit of worry around the club at the moment with the academy and how um, Sisu and all that sort of thing. It's getting a bit. Um, towards where we were a few years ago sadly so yeah a bit of a low at the moment it is indeed um, last night was just uh, a really sobering experience wasn't it for Sky Blues um, at Carrow Road uh, obviously yeah. you've got to put into context championship side championship reserve side Right, indeed. How many changes was it from the weekend? Eight changes. Eight changes. But I think the worrying part for City is that there's only one change uh, for them. Seeing Harris coming in for uh, Keen Harris coming in for John Turnbull, which is fine because Turnbull suspended. Um, but the, Moby seemed to play a full team, which I didn't agree with. I, I, don't, I don't think that was a very good idea. Oh, if you didn't um, do that, it would have been ten nil. So no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> there would have been. It would have been hard, but there would have, the kids would have got. You know. It's difficult, isn't it? He's in a position where he's now going to Northampton on a massive downer. A massive and Northampton, downer. you are right. He is going into the Northampton game, and Northampton are probably, you know, brimming with confidence. They Absolutely. beat West Brom, is that right? They beat West Brom Penns, didn't they? So they're they through to the next round. But looking at the game as a whole, you know, last night, um, you know, it's just disastrous, really. He's conceded, you know, Jordan Willis error for the first goal. Cal Lafferty fired home. And then uh, Sergio uh, Sergio Canos. Yeah, Sergio uh, Canos. Who looks a good player. Um, you know, disappointing goal for Reese Charles Cook, really. Ball bounced past him. Should be doing better. City get back in the game with a penalty um, as Dion Kelly Evans is pushed over in the box. Obviously, the big... Uh, that aerial big, threat. The Peter Crouch of uh, League One, as he's well known in the Coventry area. Uh, Ruben tucks it away quite nicely. But sadly, within second minutes, really, in the next attack, James Madison's corner is turned in by Russell Martin. And you know it's from that it's a three-one. It's an upward battle for the young Sky Blues, and it, it, they really are a young side, lacking experience, lacking quality as well. Sadly, and um, it's a really concerning result. Was well, Norwich's team younger? Yeah, I think so. Is, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I think, I think, I think 20, Norwich was 25. It's like City was 25 and Norwich was 23. Well, they're both very young sides, but their their reserves are very good. Uh, we all know that. You know, oh, Madison, James Madison's all right, isn't he? He's a decent player. <laughs> yeah, Jordan. Uh, 
Jacob Murphy, Josh Murphy, players like you know, players that would all all their team would get in League One sides, you know, they were, they were a good side, but it was a reserve side and it was a very chasing and nice for City. Uh, Moby said he was embarrassed by the feet. I've gone through the goals. There's two a few more goals after that. Jacob Murphy's got a wonderful uh, finish, uh, and then a few others as well. Not very good defending on any of them, really. I mean, yeah, you do mention the defending. It's fine margins, of course. Um, Jordan Willis, obviously, um, you know, big mistake for the first goal to, to set Norwich away. Yeah, um, it sounds like Keir Harris didn't have a good night either, but he's only an 18-year-old. And this is what's going to happen, you know. If he keeps playing kids, they're going to make mistakes, and we saw that at Bradford as well. But yeah, looking back to the night, Moby said he's embarrassed. Um, you know, it's a hard lesson for us all, very naive performance. He said to play positive football, we'd let themselves open, and there was a clear golfing class. Um uh, which isn't very uh, positive thoughts from the manager there, who was trying to be positive at the weekend. Uh, Alex Neil, you know, said it's going to be tough for Coventry City. You've got a young team and some important games coming up. Uh, but it did sound like City fought to the bitter end, you know, having chances uh, near the end. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a good night for the defence. Um, our player ratings see that uh, Cal Reed only got three out of ten. He had an awful night, really. Subbed off at half time. Uh, Dan, a guy, um, didn't do that much either. I think he hit the post. He could have scored, but. Yeah, it's um, Alan Paul's told us not to panic you know, with regards to Mowbray and stuff, and that's fair enough. You know, it's still early days, um, mm. but it is a very worrying result. It what has been a worrying season. It has indeed. Um, you do mention the defending. The defending was, you know, I think it's a case of you know when the third and fourth go in, it's just kind of heads gone situation. Isn't heads it? gone and again, then... and I think they did that Bradford as well. So let's touch on the Bradford game. You know, the um, it was a game of two halves really. Um, they played really well. They played really well for forty-five minutes plus a bit more. Uh, they were the best team. They were better, team, much better team. It was the best performance of the season. Yeah, best best forty-five minutes of the season, definitely. Uh, they got the goal. A well-deserved goal. Dan guy opened his account. Uh, what lovely finish. Um, he, he rolled Vince a lot, really. Bustled past him and uh, chipped it over the goalkeeper. You know, he looked he looked a real part in that game. He, he, made, he caused all sorts of problems for their defence. Uh, and he, he looks fine. He looks fine. And he, he, you know. He, He's going to have a big future. Um, I do worry that he's the sort of player that teams can target, put two defenders on him every time, and he won't be as effective. But obviously, the impact in Bradford, they didn't know what the hell they were expecting. Uh, Cal Reed also had a really good game against his former club. Um, you know, he, he caused all sorts of problems on the left hand side, getting, you know, causing, yeah, did, did really well first 45 minutes. But then they seemed to, Bradford seemed to grow into the game, as you would expect from a good Bradford side. Um, but City were defending really well. Jordan Willis had. Probably his best game I've ever seen in half the country. He was really, really good. Um, I know that's ridiculous because they conceded three goals, but he was really good. And they all defended well. Uh, the game changed. 60th minute, Dan Guy went off, went for Marcus Tudguy. Um, and Murray came in for a lot of criticism. Here, yeah, but absolutely. we need to, you know, you, you were defending on social media. And yeah. Alan Paul's defended him in the five things that we learned as well. I think, I think it's, a, you know, I can understand why fans were annoyed. And, you know, looking at the game, it did change the game. It left them very isolated up front. Uh, but, it, but it was just victim of circumstances, really. Uh, Danny Guy, first ever a professional appearance. Uh, he didn't, you know, he's, he's a young lad, really. He's only nineteen, um, and he, he did look tired. He started to look leggy, less effective, and I can see what Moby was trying to do. But Tud guy on trying to hold the ball up, you know, do that sort of thing. Uh, but it didn't work. Within six minutes, City were down to ten men and were level because um, John Turnbull fouled uh, Billy Clark in the box, uh, pulled him back, straight red card, correct decision, unfortunately, um, denied a goal scoring opportunity, didn't attempt to play the ball. Therefore, no, no, no grounds for appeal. 
Um, yeah, it was then the game just changed because they were back in it. You know, the fans are like at Valley Parade, as Alan Poole's always said. You know, um, very loud and very cool, and you know, get behind the team. The goal was soon two-one with Mark Marshall, former City lad, who spent a bit of time in the 2014-15 season here, I think, uh, under Presley. Um, yeah, and he's buried one from 25 yards from absolutely nowhere. Um, it was crap defending; no one closed him down. But you know, it's just one of the things. Wonder strike, really. Quite similar to the sixth goal for Norwich last night. Yeah, it was similar. Yeah. And then you, I think you've got to wonder about the defending in the midfield in terms of getting close to the men and giving far too much time. It was poor. Uh, but there was completely out of blue. And then, unfortunately, within a few minutes, Vlad, um, who still looks a bit, I don't know, not a home league one, I'd say. He's a good player, but he makes silly mistakes and you know he gave away a silly penalty, uh, fouling. You know, and then Tony McMahon just steps up and buries the game, and it's three-one. Uh, City could have conceded many more that day. Uh, the defence, you know, they're, they're a very young side, and they look like a very young side against an experienced Bradford outfit. And Moby was uh, trying to fulfil the positives after the game, but it, you know, it was a, a difficult, difficult afternoon in the end. Was it, did they start so well? Yeah, they did. Yeah, you mentioned it, it's a young side, and it is a young side, but surely in times like this you need your experienced players and the few that the country have to kind of help the young lads through and I mean last night I thought you know Ricketts wasn't up to much I've got to be honest he's played well he's what six games in 17 days he's yeah. not, he should not be playing that many games Moby said at the start of the season don't worry lads I'll, I'll, he'll, I'll sign Ricketts because we know what he can do but he, he, you know he'll rest him a lot and he hasn't done that because he hasn't signed the players he needs so he's playing Ricketts far too much he's playing Keen Harris far too much as well they're both you know at, other end of the spectrum in terms of age, and but it's the same. You know, you don't want to burn them out, really. Especially Ricketts, who's you know 34 and he's a bit past it in terms of playing every week. So it's, it's been a really difficult period, and they need to need to desperately look at the transfer market with a week to go. Yeah, they do. I mean, you've got kind of. I think there's probably a duty there to the young lads as well as kind of to bring them up as best you can and to make them as effective footballers as you possibly can and I mean what does a result like last night do for someone like Ben Stevenson he's grown up with James Madison come through the ranks with him and now he's on the opposite end of a drubbing from a team yeah. with James Madison oh Ben Stevenson was one of the highlights on Saturday he was really good another good midfield performance uh, you know he's such a culture midfielder he's going to have a big future in the game but again I don't think he should be playing every week I think he should be on the bench I think he should be giving options they need more experience. So how many players do you think that they need to bring in before the end of the window? Uh, I've wrote down. Well, what I've done, I've had a look at the team they've currently got and, you know, how many players have got in each position. Each position. Um, they need a centre-back. They've currently got Jordan Willis, Sam Ricketts, Jordan Turnbull and Kian Harris, uh, which is not enough. You know, two two of them players are, you know, liabilities, we just said. Not, well, not, not a bit harsh liabilities, but in terms so, of the season, they shouldn't be playing every week. So, so got, what you're saying is they need a kind of solid kind of 7 out of 10. Yes. Seven, seven out. League 1, 7 half. Someone like Aaron Martin would be ideal. Aaron Martin would be ideal, yeah. yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? But there you go, he's gone. So yeah, they need a centre half in this week. Uh, they need, at left back, they've got a few, quite a few options. Lewis Page, who did nothing to impress me on Saturday. Uh, I'm not convinced about him, by the way. This is not he's not a very convincing defender. He's got his fault for a few chances Bradford have and I, I'm not, I think we, I uh, think he's gonna frustrate, isn't I it? think Ryan Haynes is a better player actually. It's, it's, to be fair to, to be fair to Paige, he uh, the ball in last night for Dion Kerr yes, Evans yes, to win the penalty that, that was, was very impressive, but yeah. Yeah, he's probably a modern fullback, and therefore he can't defend. But we'll wait to see more about the him. Alberto about. Moreno mould. I think I think Haynes will come in on Saturday. Uh, but yeah, no. Then we've got uh, right back. Is such a problem position now. I've got no right backs really. Dion Kelly Evans is an 18 year old who's done really well to get in the team and stuff. But he's a kid. 
you know, he's going to make mistakes. He's going to be, you know, he's going to learn a lot playing that position. But they need a right back. Andy Rose is injured. Unfortunately, he's out for a while. It could be months, five and weeks. So they need a right back. Need a right back this week. I'd say for next Saturday's game. Um, is it Northampton are playing this weekend? Yes. They've got a really good right back. They've got, they? yeah. Who have they got? I don't know. Um, Alan Phillips. Alan Phillips, yeah. I remember. Quite handy at this moment in time. He would be quite handy. a wing back as well. <laughs> yes. And then in midfield, you've got Chris McCann, who's failed to shine as much as I'd hoped he would. He, he was good on his debut. Well, he's here to keep fitness up. He's not here to... No, he was disappointing yeah. again on Saturday. But, you know, he's, he's doing a job. He, he needs to start being a bit more dominant in that midfield uh, you've got Vlad the midfielder obviously uh, you've got Ben Stevenson and that's right for centre midfield really you've got Ivor Lawton Andy Rose is obviously injured and yeah a few of the young lads that can play like Jack Finch that's pretty pretty bit of thin on the ground yeah. when you think you've lost Fleck and Vince a lot and you haven't uh, replaced them and all you've done really is bought three players who couldn't get a game last season I think the, um, the big issue with the Rose injury as well is the kind of versatility he offers yeah, absolutely. and they've lost that they've lost cover for potentially three positions yep Agree. They're really short now. Uh, wingers, you know, a wide, a wide, wide players got quite a few. Um, jo- jo- Jody Jones, who's only eighteen. Ruben Lamirez, who's hit and miss. Calvin. I've got to be honest, Lamirez did change the game last night. He was head and shoulders above anyone else in the Sky Blue shirt. Well, good to hear because he's a, he's a bit hit and miss, isn't he? He's on top of our play ratings with a four point six, was it? <laughs> Dear uh, Cal Reed, who again can frustrate. Cal Spence, who's going to be a very talented player. That's about it, really, for the wingers. I don't think I've got anyone. Got anyone there? Uh, then you got up front. You got Dan Agay, um, who's obviously looks talented. Uh, only nineteen, though. You know, we'll see what he does. Karami Thomas was injured. Marcus Sodell was injured. Marcus Tudguy, who's you know does a job. We all know what to expect from him. Not to score goals, so unfortunately, no. George Thomas, who you know had a difficult start to the season, needs to play down the middle if at all. And uh, Jack McBean, who signed on loan uh, and as a development player. So, in my opinion, they need a centre back, a right back, a centre midfielder. And at least two centre forwards, probably. Well, the good news is that you know you've still got a week left. <laughs> They've got a week left, yeah. But well, the problem I have to make it such a poor start, though, is that teams are going to look around. Okay, who do I loan my mm. young players to? Yes, they'll loan them to Mogger because the, the football they're playing. They don't need young players, though. This isn't. Well, Maybe. But, but that's basically he's not going to sign anybody no they've got enough young players but the fact is the clubs are going to start turning around and say do I want to pitch my young players into a league one re- relegation yeah, fight no, and then I go know, actually yeah. no I know exactly yeah, what I mean. I, I'd like my players to be playing somewhere near the top with, you know, yeah yeah play. absolutely and you can so, see you can see clubs doing that so we've got they, fewer they? options now than we did before yeah and it's, it's just really worrying um, the team's not strong enough at the moment they're going into the longest season Football equals will have for a long, long time. There's, yeah. no, there's no emergency no, loan nice. window, so that means you can't bring players in between um, well, 31st of August and January the first. Uh, so you're pretty screwed if you get any injuries between that period. You can bring free agents in, but we saw last season what free agents are: Stephen Hunt, Peter Ramage. You know they weren't exactly very impressive. They so. weren't. They weren't the most impressive signings. No, so that's that's the problem with free agents. Even Lawson, was he? Yeah, Martin yeah. Lawson. Yeah, the, yeah. The, that's the problem. They're not never going to be. What you require, really, well, they're, they're without a contract for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then they haven't been snapped up in you know pre-season or anything. Yeah. So you're getting desperate, really. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. They, they need they need to really strengthen this week, and I'm I'm not sure they're going to do it, uh, which is concerning. They just he needs to bring in five players. I'd say at least um, we're a week to go, and at least two before the weekend. You can't keep playing Dion Kelly Evans at right back. I know he's. He's a lovely lad, and he's he's only eighteen. That's the thing. You can't just keep playing eighteen-year-olds in centre defence against he's League One sides. Kids, though, mate. 
you really can't need one. You can't need one. <laughs> you can't need one. It's, diff- exactly uh, it's different in terms of defending the stuff. It's, it's just ridiculous to, to say the, the, the team they're putting out is understrength. But that's the thing. You need that game management in league one, yeah, don't you? You need, you need the but, ability when you when you concede a, a penalty well, at Bradford, uh, you've got 15 minutes left. You need someone to just rally them and say, yeah. right, lads, we're going to get through this. It's going to be fine. There was nothing we're like leaving that. here with a point. And there's nothing like no, that. And so. last night it was the same. Sam yeah, Ricketts yeah. was bundled over by James Madison. In a test of strength, which was just absolutely farcical, really. It, it is a worrying period. I don't know why you've got Lewis Page in when you've already got Ryan Haynes. You know, I mean, that, that sort of signing really just doesn't make any sense. And if you, if you signed a young right back from the Premier League, you were like, well, you know, more youth and more. You need that experience. You need you need the growth. And if you look, you've lost last season. You know, where's my list? Let's have a look. So we lost in the summer. Vince Lock, Fleck, Phillips, O'Brien, Redder. Johnson, James Madison, Joe Cole. We also had lone players last season. Armstrong, Murphy, Kent, Cargill, Stevens, Turner and Biggie. All in last season. So they've completely lost the spine of the team really over the summer. Uh, that's not half a bad, bad team. It's, it's it would be a good team, yeah. yeah. But they just haven't replaced them. That's the problem. It's just, it, it's just been a case of trying to fill stop gaps with, you know, stop gaps really. Not players who aren't at the same level what they were and it is difficult because of money and stuff but it's just been a really poor summer of recruitment I think you know. we're still to see the best of Marvin Sardell has been injured quite a lot Cal Reed we know what he offers but Chris McCann he's only here till January you know, he looks like could be a good sign if he starts you know, getting into games more but it's just really concerning four or five signings is just not enough well, and that will I think we'll wrap up part one there and uh, we'll be back in part two to discuss Northampton Town who as we mentioned earlier got a really good result last night Hello and welcome back to part two of the pink. Uh, we're going to preview uh, the Northampton Town clash now. The Cobblers arrive at the Rico on Saturday. Um, and what do we know about them, Mante? They do. So, Coventry City play uh, their former landlords, Northampton Town, on Saturday at the Rico. And let's be honest, the Sky Blues desperately need three points here. Um, mm. Not only to sort of uh, try and establish themselves in the league table, but just to boost morale really within the camp. Uh, and, and the Cobblers are definitely not going to be a pushover. They're, they came from behind last night in the League Cup to beat West Brom on penalties. Um, and they're unbeaten in 26 games in all competitions so far. Unbeaten in 26? Um, not lost a game in 2016. Good grief! Their last defeat was um, in the FA Cup against Milton Keynes in January. Um, so it's been <laughs> quite a long period of... Uh, but they've not yet won a game under the new manager, Robert Page. Last season, in terms of Northampton, they were all conquering in League Two, uh, and obviously, famously, they they beat Coventry in the FA Cup. And, and, and wasn't famous, mate. Just regrettably, <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, um, uh, they beat Coventry in the first round of the FA Cup last season at the Rico uh, with a two-one with a two-one win, um, and they'll, they'll take great confidence from that, and we'll hope to replicate the similar sort of result this weekend. Um, in terms of, of of the playing staff, the, the player of note that's really worth mentioning is, is Aaron Phillips. Obviously, he was uh, a young lad, uh, a Leamington lad, in fact, uh, who, who came up through the, the academy system at Coventry, and he was desperate to stay at the club. Uh, but Mowbray uh, decided to let him go, um, and, and the, the, the right back will be desperate to prove prove a point against his old club. Really, on, on Saturday, uh, he's played every minute so far for Northampton in the league. Um, I mean, it really begs the question uh, why he was released uh, when you bear in mind. Uh, the defensive frailties at the Sky Blues are, are really Absolutely. suffering at the moment. I mean, it's, it's like the one play you know, crying out. For yeah, it's, 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 that's the thing about fullbacks, isn't it? I mean, it's when you talk about budget, and obviously the budget has got to be flexible, and you've got to stretch it, um, and you know it's, it's an unenviable task, really. But I mean, when you've got a 
couple of fullbacks who can just give you seven out of ten, like yeah. Phillips and Stokes can. It's no nonsense. It's just another option, really. It's just another option. They yeah, definitely need it. Didn't, them, it didn't make sense getting rid of him. Looking back, I know, I know. Moby thought you know he wasn't a sort of play once at right back, but then he hasn't brought one in. So it's kind of like, well, what are you doing? You know, in terms of if you let a player go, fair enough. If you're going to find the right placement, and he just hasn't done that. You know, maybe he thought Andy Rose could play right back all season. Probably that was the plan, wasn't it? But, but they kind of mentioned the formation as well. You know, I don't know if Moby's going to look at changing it, but it doesn't. It, it leaves him so open, so open, and it's just worrying that. That was the worrying thing about Norwich. Yeah. You look at three or four of Norwich's goals, and they're straight down the middle. Really. Yeah, um, Alex Neil mentioned that it was it was hard to play against, but it didn't seem that way. <laughs> <laughs> so he did. He did say he's it. being nice. But no, I, I do I do worry about it. And I don't know if Moby's got a plan B. That's concerning. Um, they haven't really a plan B. They've not seen one this season yet. So we'll wait and see on that front. But yeah, going back to Northampton. Yeah, the danger man for Northampton is, is Mark Richards. Uh, the forward scored 15 times in League 2 last season. Uh, it was a massive part of their promotion winning team. Uh, so he's a real threat. Um, also, they, they signed Kenji Gore uh, on loan from Swansea for, on a half-season loan deal. Now He scored the winning, go- uh, the winning penalty last night in the League Cup fixture. Um, and he's a 21-year-old winger um, who's, who's really exciting. He's a product of the Manchester United Academy. Um, and he's definitely one to watch out for. Um, uh, other signings that they made recently is Alex Ravel, um, the thirty-three-year-old. Oh, yeah. One signing that. Yeah. yeah, he is a bit of a journeyman. Um, uh, although he, he spent last season um, in the Championship with MK Dons and scored a couple of goals there. Um, so I, I think Northampton will, will bring the threat to, to the recon and Coventry have got to be wary really of that. The last two results have been nil-nil, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They have. But I mean, that just sort of emphasises how solid they are at the back. Yeah, they're, they're not. They set up well. They yet to win a game this season. They've drawn the first. The first four matches, all four matches. Okay, so that's half pint full then, so they're, they've not won either. Yeah, they've so. drawn to uh, Fleetwood at home, uh, Charlton away, which is a good result, oh, well, um, yeah. uh, Wimbledon at home, which is a poor result, mm-hmm. and then uh, Oldham away. So <laughs> it's difficult to take any from that, really, not but the last two yeah. games have not scored two. I think one thing so, you can probably take from both sides of pictures is that the this weekend probably looks like it's going to be low scoring you imagine, yeah, it. You imagine the first goal is going to change the game yeah definitely I think it's going to be under 2.5 sort of event yeah you would have thought and hopefully Dan Guy is going to have a big big game on his Eureka debut uh, he showed a lot of promise against Bradford uh, I think Northampton will try and nullify him uh, keep really tight and try and you know not give him any space but if he can cause the same sort of run he did against Bradford you'll be the fans could be really excited by this lad um, he, he, did, he looks a talented player yeah, he's the one with Spark isn't he yeah the lower end well, Rafael Benitez pass. has confirmed gone again to what he said earlier in the month uh, he's confirmed now that he's set to send out Adam Armstrong on loan this has caught a massive stir among every single League One club really and every pretty much every championship club because obviously uh, the 19 year old hugely talented uh, prolific striker who's got 20 goals for Sky Blues last season everyone knows what they're getting um, he could come back to League One and I know Bradford have declared an interest, um, which I think is just pie in the sky, really. Uh, if you come back to League One, it's quite likely to come back to Coventry City, would have thought. Moby said this before, he said it's very likely, in fact, Moby's quotes were. Um, and we all know Adam, Adam had a fantastic time at Rico, he's got great, made great friends. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And in terms of a move which will suit all parties, it would be Coventry City in League One. However, lots of championship interest. Um, it's interesting to see if Newcastle are uh, willing to send him out. Uh, to another rival it seems like they will be uh, I was talking about already about Rotherham Barnsley and Preston I think the teams have been linked now and of course if Barnsley will join up with Ryan Kent yes absolutely yeah he's done no, 
Yeah, there's not a really good Manga match against Huddersfield last mm-hmm. week. We, we know what he offers, don't we, Kenty? Uh, yeah, he's a good player. But no, we'll wait and see an Armstrong. Well, the, the decision has to be made within a week. The transfer deadline day also includes loans, so they have to make a decision. He played for the under-23 side, um, alongside Biggie and Marl, actually, um, last, yesterday. I think they went down to 3-1 defeat. He didn't score. Uh, and he's played two matches this season. Um off the bench, yeah. Both substitute appearances, yeah. But he he um, he wasn't included as part of their team against Cheltenham in the EFL Cup to one two nil last night, and that really really made me think. You know, he's going out on loan because that is the game he would have had a chance to sign. Mm. Um, you know, EFL Cup against the League Two side. Mitrovic in, injured as well, isn't he? Is he started didn't he in that game? I oh, did. It? I think he so. Scored, yeah, Mitrovic came back from his ban, so I think that was like the point. Ban, that was it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, Mitrovic is back, so that's that's why they think about signing out, sending out Armstrong. But it, I know City fans are really excited about the prospect. You know, fingers crossed. Moby, we all know Moby. He's told us he wants him. It's, everything's in process to try and happen it's just Newcastle's decision uh, so it's a case of wait and see playing devil's advocate you mentioned that Bradford's interest is pie in the sky would you not say that perhaps Newcastle would find it more beneficial for Armstrong's development if he was to go to a side who are likely to be in the top 10 of League 1 rather than Coventry City yeah I suppose you're right James uh, what I'm meant to pie in the sky is like I know Armstrong would come out of country. Yeah. Of course he knows the area. Yeah, he, he knows, knows the area. Mowbray, club, Mowbray's course, convinced yeah. that if he comes to League One, he'd come back to Coventry. That's what Mowbray's convinced. So he might be wrong. Might be, you know, might just be... If you were Newcastle, you'd say, OK, he's, he's, close been, he's been done League One, he's done that, yeah. that point going I back. think so. So it's Championship time. Try so and to someone in the lower Try half of the Championship. Send Take a load of points off your rivals. Don't, get, don't play... Against yourselves, send him to Rotherham to see yeah. if he can try and keep him up. I think yeah. that'd be. I think Rotherham makes sense really. Yeah. Um, it'd be a team where they're not going to affect Newcastle in terms of league position. Exactly. Let's say you take points for rivals, so it makes sense. And we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. Hopefully, hopefully they, they change their mind in terms of League One. But we'll, we'll wait and see. I, I know, promise your fans, City are desperate to get him back. And that's all we can tell you really. You know, you, every, they're doing everything. It they was can. mentioned last. Yeah, it was mentioned last night. Yeah, yeah. there's interest, but there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, of, of course there is. Of course. Yeah. But. Um, I mean, so if Armstrong, you know, doesn't materialise, um, so you know, anyone else who can come in, like free uh, agents. I, I know that Josh Borthwick's done a piece for the yeah, for us yeah. online. Young Josh has put he's few, suicidal at the moment. Yeah, he's not in great moods. <laughs> uh, but you know, you've got players like Leon Best. He's currently on trial at Ipswich. Leon Best. Leon Best. Yeah, a few fans are not not too impressed by that. Luciano. Well, so he did all right when he was. Yeah, I think yeah, standard, a good signing really. Luciano Becchio is obviously at Leeds. Um, he's available. Uh, still quite a good age he's only at 33 uh, Luke Moore who's been in America uh, signed by Mowbray at West Brom big striker uh, Callum Lafferty who was linked with us early in the window uh, the issue of him is a fee would be required there's, there's, there's a few more Ruben Reed, who was released by Plymouth uh, still haven't got a club could do a job in League One depends how desperate you're getting really um, yeah, we'll wait well. to see it's not it's not loads but I can you just need to bring someone in, really. You know, in all positions, a whole team still needs strengthening, and they've got a week to do it. Uh, fingers crossed, it's, it's a very productive it's week for Mowbray. They, they are looking and working really hard to get. It might be an exciting few. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, be it, chaotic, isn't it? it? All it, the teams will be signing loads of players all at once. Yeah, and deadline day is going to be. Huge so deadline day is till 11 p.m. next Wednesday. So it's going to be a long day for Montage. Yep, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's an exciting day. That yeah. brings, well, at least you know something like that's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they will be very productive in the market in the next few days, and they just have to be. I think Mopey's realised this. You know, uh, the team at the moment is not strong enough. Um, it probably would survive in League One, but it'll be a battle. We don't want that, do we? we want to, you've got to be looking towards promotion and. Uh, 
we'll wait to see if that can be possible um, this season we will indeed and obviously transfer deadline day will be with you every step of the way we'll be having live blog coverage on the uh, Telegraph website so make sure you uh, check the website for that um, but just going around League 1 Aidan um, obviously we mentioned Northampton Town have got a new manager Rob Page um, their departing manager Chris Wilder isn't doing too well is he? Uh, no, no. Sheffield United uh, went down to another defeat, didn't they, at the weekend? They um, did indeed. Bottom with one point from four matches. Fantastic to see. Um, the, um, and you had no money on them, did you? Aiden? No, I don't, never bought on Sheffield United. Hey. The, um, the, the useless. But no, they, they, they will come good. I'm still confident. They, they, they surely they will. Uh, John Flex not having a great time there either. You know. Yeah, he got some stick, didn't he? He did. Yeah, again, they're just not having a good time. They, they played better the weekend, apparently. Uh, they're a bit unlucky to lose last late late penalty from uh, Steve Morrison. Uh, but you know, obviously Mill was a tough place to go as well. Mill were coming back off a six-one defeat, though, weren't they? Peter they were indeed. Yeah. I so. mean, who's impressing you then so far in uh, League One? I mean, who, you know, who do you don't, see don't as the, the runners and the riders? I mean, obviously Scunthorpe and Bolton <laughs> are are well, they are well, Bolton are unbeaten. Four wins that four. That's a very impressive start. Uh, but I like the look of Bradford second half. I think Bol- were, Bolton the only side yeah, with the hundred percent yeah, record in the, in the football of, league. Yeah, whole of England, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, but. Yeah, that's impressive. Not, so, not include the Premier League. Premier League. Yeah. yeah, we don't include Premier League. Don't. We don't include oh, the Premier League after they two weekends. They play two games. Uh, yeah. What do you mean, top of the team? Um, Port Vale made a good start. Seven points from four matches is a lot better than I thought they'd do. Uh, probably still get really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very confident about them. Uh, but yeah, it's been a big mixed start, really. And the good thing is, for City, I don't think there's anyone running away with it yet. I think Bolton will fall back off the pace, really. A few weeks. Um, I think obviously the big uh, issue for Bolton is the loss of Zach Clough for injury. I think that will be really, really. Yeah, and he's a quality. There's talk a few, few of the players going out, maybe maybe sold before the transfer window as well. So yeah, you just don't know where their finances are, where they sit behind closed doors. So you you don't know what's they've got. They've probably got one of the best teams in the league though on paper, uh, and they've started that season like that. So if they can hang on to hang on to the players in the next seven days, they'll be up there. There'll be nothing Um, worse than seeing Phil Parkinson lift. Lift the trophy oh, there, God, yeah. No, I'm being surprised how well they've started. I've got to admit. Um, yeah, Scunny have done well. You know, looks solid. Good, good start to the season. I can, I can say that, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll wait and see. It's early days, and uh, the league's still coming together. Plenty still to play for, isn't there? Absolutely. And it'll all come good, won't it? I'm confident that Mowbray is the man to turn this around. You just need to get a few more players into the building. You know, understand the, his philosophy and try and get the players working towards that as well. You know, back to the football we saw last season that was fantastic and had a team flying at the top of the league and then sustain it. <laughs> it's not it's not easy said than done, I think. But think <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's all then, yeah. Yeah, that's all. But they can do it, they can do it. They can and they will and it'll start this Saturday and we'll we'll bring you we'll bring you live <laughs> coverage and <laughs> get on the live vlog. I'll, I'll be on the live vlog from uh, from about half twelve <laughs> on Saturday. So if you can't make it down to the Rico, come and join me and you know, ping me your sweets and everything and uh you know, whatever, win, yeah? whatever happens we'll be in it together we'll be a nil-nil draw guys yeah. but until then I'll uh, wrap this episode of the Pink Up and I'll say goodbye to Montage thanks goodbye for, thank you thanks for joining us for the first time thanks to producer Dan goodbye. and I'll say goodbye to Aidan for the final time thank you very much Aiden oh, the cheers, Aiden. it's alright cheers guys thanks a lot play up Sky Blues Ooh, well